Hey guys, it is Amanda and Baron. Okay, so I've got a few shout outs that sponsor our shows that make it possible for us to broadcast and break into you guys. So one of them is Oregon Medical Center. Uh, Dr. Piscine, as you guys know, she's amazing. Um, she does all kinds of care. So not just the cell, uh, the Stelsim therapy, but um, lots of other things as well. So she's located at 2515 Liberty Street Northeast next to the Applebee's. Um, I think she even does uh, like self-care like um botox lips yep. and stuff like that face there's, a, there's, treatments. there's a lot to her center just go in and she check i mean out. and on top of the pain for not doing invasive surgeries with knees and back and all of that neck so she's amazing also quality men's health chris is located over there at 675 orchard heights road um suite 120 and he does all kinds of things for men's health and let me tell you though i think the biggest thing i've learned from him through our interviews is that um this doesn't come at a particular age um he's a young gentleman who also does what he's you know what he sells um which is there's different things there's weight loss therapy uh testosterone replacement and uh, erectile dysfunction so he's absolutely amazing he does consultations for free you can call him at 815-499-4742 and then advantage heat and air so we're now just getting into the cold cold season well i feel like we've been there for a second so now would be the perfect time to get your um hvac systems checked on they were pumping hard i'm sure through the summer so just get them checked up on um they've also got um, their systems are coming with a generous 20-year labor and parts warranty where everything is insured under them. So they're an amazing company um, and they really back their product and their employees. So make sure to use them if you guys need. Well, we've got Thanksgiving around the corner. We do. I dug up a couple of interesting tidbits in this last 30 seconds. You want to hear a couple of tidbits? About yes, I do. I love these. We have to carry some of these over to the next segment. Yes. But Abraham Lincoln proclaimed Thanksgiving a national holiday on October the 3rd, 1863. Okay. Uh, there are four towns in the United States named Turkey. Really? Isn't that interesting? That is. There's Turkey, Arizona, mm-hmm. Turkey, Texas, Turkey, Louisiana, and Turkey, North Carolina. Okay, Turkey, Turkey, Turkey. Good morning, you guys. It is Amanda and Baron. Let's you know, we ended that last segment with some interesting tidbits about Thanksgiving. Yes, I want to finish. I want to. You want, to, you want a going. few more of these? Yes, I do. There's a bunch. So uh, the first Thanksgiving was in 1621. Holy smokes! It was a three-day harvest festival. It included 50 pilgrims, 90 Native Americans, and it lasted for all three days. Now I'm 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 questioning this next sentence. Okay. Historians believe there were only five women present. Who cooked all that food? Yeah, who did the cooking? I know. I'm like, I don't think those 50 pilgrim men cooked all that food. No. I'm calling for a recount. Right. <laughs> I'm calling for a recount. Um, I think this next one's interesting that turkey wasn't on the menu at the first Thanksgiving. Oh. It was venison, duck, goose, oysters, lobster, eel, and fish were likely served alongside pumpkins and cranberries. But not pumpkin pie or cranberry sauce. Okay. It was also 1621. Right, right. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair. They probably didn't have many options available. Yeah. I, I think this was interesting. The average number of calories consumed now oh. on Thanksgiving is 4,500 calories. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. That's the average number of calories consumed. That's crazy. Which means somebody is consuming 7,000 calories. 
Because the guy is going back for his fourth piece of pumpkin pie. Yes. (laughs) Um, So here's an interesting little tidbit for you. Everyone goes, oh, I'm so tired. There's tryptophan in turkeys, which there is. There's tryptophan. There's also tryptophan in bananas. Tryptophan is a chemical that will give you a groggy feeling. Mm -hmm. Here's why you're tired. You just consumed 3,000 carbs. Yes. That's why you're tired. Yes. So I actually (laughs) do not like the traditional Thanksgiving dinner. Really? I know I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for that. Well, we could go back to, let's see, you could do lobster, eel, goose, oyster. That was in the... (laughs) Absolutely not. Not. So I'm doing two different Thanksgivings. Eel sounds horrible. And at my house, I'm actually doing the whole huge traditional Thanksgiving dinner um, with uh, Bo's side of the family. But my dad's side of the family, he gets a big prime rib and he slow cooks it. Oh, and we I do the mashed potatoes, yeah. the sautéed mushrooms, the um, caramelized onions and salad and all of that. Oh my gosh, it's so good. So that's my favorite type of meal in general. And I well, cannot prime wait. rib is really, really good. Really it is good. so good. But, you know, back to the tryptophan, if you're doing, if you're doing sweet potatoes with the crab, with the mush, the marshmallows on top and then the brown sugar. Oh, that's a good it, one. I'm that's where lie. your carbs are at. Oh, just kidding. That's why you're tired. <laughs> 4,000, 4,500 calories. That's average. That's that, crazy. That is a very large amount. <laughs> they say it's an estimated 240 million turkeys will be raised in the U.S. this year. That's insane. I wonder if that's directly related to Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm sure most of those turkeys are raised for... Thanksgiving. Because how often do you eat a turkey if it's not Thanksgiving? Right, yes. The other one, I know we only have a little bit of time here, we go with Dan, but football has always been a big tradition. That began in 1876 between Yale and Princeton. Oh. And the first NFL game was played on Thanksgiving in 1920. That's really cool. Yeah. Okay, back to Dan. Good morning, guys. It is Amanda and Baron. Okay, so let's dive into, uh, I guess, okay, the So city's... before you get too far into this, I shocked you yesterday. You did. Because it was my birthday it... yesterday. Yes. I'm now 60. Wow. Yeah. You <laughs> and, don't look it. Well, that, thank you. You don't look it one bit. Thank you. You know what? Someone asked me today what it feels like to be 60. I don't know. This is the first time I've ever been 60. <laughs> I'm, I'm new here. I'm new. <laughs> but we were talking about the volunteers with the Marion County. <laughs> I'm too old to be a volunteer. Yes. But I'm not too old to do a Spartan race. No, you are not. <laughs> but if you guys want to volunteer for the Marion County Salem District Number 1, between 18 years old and 55 years old, they are looking they for are you. They are still looking for volunteers. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. But in a more local area, the city council has actually unanimously done something. Wow. Because they haven't been unanimous on a lot of stuff over the last year or so. No. They unanimously decided to postpone a vote on the city's list of priorities. This just makes me laugh. Like, you can't make a decision, so collectively, you all unanimously voted to not make a decision. <laughs> yeah. We, we unanimously voted to postpone a vote on the priorities for the state and federal government during the 2024 legislative session. But, Which looks like it starts February 5th. So it's a little ways out. Yeah. Uh, one of the city council people that I really, really admire is Julie Hoy. Mm-hmm. Same. I think she really sticks up and stands up for what? Well, she's we sticking really, up for small business. She is, and I appreciate her She's a small business owner. Mm-hmm. She's the one that proposes delay because she wanted to see how, it would, how to address Measure 110, which discriminated user qualities... 
quantities of illegal drugs and directed part of the state's marijuana tax revenue towards expanded addition, addiction treatment. We have a tax that's dealing with marijuana, and we're funding the money to addiction treatment. Mm-hmm. Kind of seems like a good cycle, but I think she wants to see how is that cycle working. Right, because right now it's just, it's, well, it's not. Um, so, and I think they, gosh, we are already running short on time. How did the heck did that happen? I don't know, you got 10 seconds. Oh. Up. Dan's going to talk over top I of you. I don't have anything. You're beating me. <laughs> I, I lost we'll the finish, We'll finish this on the next segment. Back to you, Dan. Bye. It's Amanda and Barron. Okay, I found my thought. Good, because the train myself. left the station 30 minutes ago. Boy, oh boy, did it ever. That was kind of fun. Okay, so what I was going to say is that um, I was reading somewhere, and I can't remember. I wish I would have pulled the article so that I could talk to you guys about it more in depth. But I believe that they sent people <clears throat> from out of state, from or from Oregon, out of country to evaluate how they're dealing with their drug problem. And it's interesting to me because it's like, we know looking at the situation that it is falling apart measure 110 is not working i believe it's been in place for three years yeah and it has destroyed our cities just it's i i voted no on it um as uh, this is a little vulnerable of me but um as a recovering addict we should never be enabled to anything and this is just enabling them well and what i find a little ironic is Measure 110 passed before the pandemic. Yes. Okay, it passed before the pandemic, and once the pandemic started, lots of businesses were shut down. Mm-hmm. You could still get your CBD marijuana at those stores. They didn't. They weren't locked down like the rest of them. Um, the alcohol stores were still available. Mm-hmm. And good friend of mine, Adrian Christian with Liberty House, yeah. they saw a real uptick in child abuse problems. Yeah. Because dad has a problem to begin with. Now he's out of a job. Now he's at home. But he can still get his alcohol or his marijuana. Mm-hmm. One Ted had a lot of repercussions that we didn't think about when we passed this. Absolutely. We, not being you and I, but right. collectively when yes. this was passed. And, and, I, and I think that Julie's going, we need to reevaluate this. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's frustrating. So I'm excited to see where they take this and, and hopefully turn it around for the better because it is not helping Oregon whatsoever in my opinion your humble but accurate yes. opinion yes <laughs> thank you for that <laughs> um, okay so we well there is something tonight oh yes do Go we ahead. have do we have some time yes to, we do check it's with Dan Bongino, make sure <laughs> well there's a lady that I just I think many of you that are listening know her uh, I, I had the idea to start kicking cancer about five and a half years ago I took this idea to Faye DeMeyer, mm-hmm. and she believed in the idea. She helped me get the nonprofit stuff figured out. She helped me form bylaws, and then she agreed to be the first president of the board yep. for kicking cancer yep. in November of 2018. It's a bit fortuitous that five years later, Faye's in the battle with cancer, yes. and not just, not just any cancer. I mean... If you have cancer, I'm not making light of you. Every cancer is a hard cancer. Yes. Because she has stage four pancreatic cancer. And that's a really big one. It's a really big one. Now, the good mm-hmm. news is, is that what she has done, which is alternative, which I find ironic, but 70% of her cancer cells have died. Which is amazing. So she's she's on the a path miracle. to beat this thing. Mm-hmm. 
But there's a fu- there's an event tonight at the wreck. Um, Infamous Souls playing. We have some amazing items that we're going to raffle off. Just show up and show your uh, support to Faye. It's called Stand in Faith with Faye. I love it. So you guys show up at the wreck tonight, 530. Tonight, tonight 530. See you there.